Hello and welcome to the Happier Days podcast. I'm your host, Narelle Crozier. We have a longer show for you today, so we're going to get straight into it. Let's do it. Today's episode is for all the dog owners out there. I owned my first dog in 2008. I was 31. Uh, She came from a dog rescue. She was 14 months old and to our shock, uh, a few weeks later, she came with a surprise six puppies on board. My dog's name was Asher. She was a husky cross and taking care of Asher and her puppies changed who I fundamentally was as a person. I felt feelings I'd never experienced before and I was caring for a dog who'd had a bad life before plus helping to grow her babies. It was a huge responsibility and something I'm very grateful to have experienced. It was also the start of a journey that I had not scripted for my life. Little did I know how much my life would change with Asher and how having her would lead to owning two more huskies and discovering the world of dog sports. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Jamelia Bramwell. I met Jamelia through dryland dog sledding here in Western Australia. Currently, Jamelia is the Vice President of the West Australian Sled Dog Sports Association, or WASA for short. She's also on the committee of the Agility Club of WA. I feel Jamelia is the perfect person to share how working with your dogs can bring happier days for both humans and dogs. Welcome, Jamelia. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. To start, Jamelia, I would love for you to share with the audience who you are by telling us a little bit about yourself. All righty. Uh, well, my name's Jamelia. Um, I am currently studying uh, my Cert 4 in Animal Training and Behaviour. Uh, I've been really interested in dog training for pretty much as long as I can remember since I was very, very young. I'm super passionate about get helping people understand their dog's behavior and making the relationship between human and pet better. And I also train and compete in multiple dog sports. I love the bond that I get to share with my dogs through doing this and they love it just as much as I do. And how long have you owned dogs? So I actually got my first dog in 2016. He's a border collie called Merlin. And he was my first dog ever. And we've done everything together. And what is it about dogs that you feel makes them worth owning? Oh, that's an awesome question. I, I love everything about dogs. I love that they are so keen to do stuff with you all the time. And because we've spent thousands and thousands of years... Uh, breeding them to be brilliant companions for humans they're so naturally in tune with what you want to do and they all have different instincts that they were selectively bred for and if you do something with them along the lines of what their natural instinct is the bond you can share is incredible and it's really really awesome I love that because I feel the same I feel if you own a dog and you know what they're bred for then doing things that they're bred for is just amazing for them and then obviously for us as well. Now, there are several things that I admire about you, Jamelia. I find you to be an extremely positive person. I like the vibe you give off, your energy and positivity that you just seem to radiate. I also admire that for someone of your age, you have such a can-do attitude and you present information like a professional. I never had that at the same age. I wanted all of those things and I wanted to be confident and definitely lacked confidence to do the things I wanted to do. So I guess that I admire that in you. I also admire that you do so many things with your dogs and you put so much work into your dogs. I'm 
in awe of how you find the time to work and do all these things with Merlin and Miley and you still seem so energized. So I'd love for you to share how you got involved in dog sports and what dog sports you do. Oh, that was very lovely. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm like flushed. Um, I started in dog sports because I saw people doing cruft, agility at Crufts in, uh, oh, it would have been like 2010, 2012, something like that. I thought it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So for anybody that's not seen agility before, that is where you and your dog do a course of obstacles. So there's jumps and tunnels and you cue your dog for which obstacle you want them to take next. And it's timed and you have to do the course in a certain order. It's a very, very big dog sport worldwide and it's so much fun. That was the first dog sport I ever saw and I thought this was brilliant. I absolutely want to do this. Um, and border collies are quite common in that sport. They tend to excel in it. So that was what pointed me in the direction of a border collie. The rest of it was just, it came up as I was training agility. I was also looking at other dog sports that were available in Perth and dog sledding came up one day and I thought, this is crazy. They do this in Australia. And I was hooked pretty quickly. I think I started in April at one of the beginners days and by June I'd bought equipment and harnesses and I was training at 4 30 in the morning and running late at night when it was cold enough and it just changed my life so much so I do quite a few sports with my dogs but I love it so much and they do as well so I train at quite a few different clubs and I instruct at a couple of different clubs as well um the dog sport community in WA is amazing there is so many volunteers that put so many hours back into their community and that's what makes it so good the best thing about the sport is the amazing communities that you get to be involved in the people you meet and they're all the same kind of people they're all the people that like working with their dogs for fun and want to get out and just do something after after work on a weeknight and it's just the best it's such an amazing group of people I have to agree with you there. I mean, I'll probably do a whole show on dog sledding later on when we get closer to the season, but I agree. The people are amazing and it's just so strange how we are all so different. We work in completely different backgrounds, but we are also passionate about our dogs and probably I would never have met all the people that I've met in the fields of work that they do if it wasn't for their dogs. You know, friends who I've met have, you know, essentially become family. So, yeah, I love that. I love that. And, you know, I can see you light up when you talk about it, which, you know, I also love. For the listeners, why do you think being active with your dogs helps increase their happiness and as well as ours? Oh, where do I start? Well, we know from like lots of research that's been done that being active does help bring up your mood and helps people be happier leading more active lives it's very much the same for our dogs you know they love getting out and about most of it is to work with your dog you have to be in a relatively calm state of mind you need to understand how they learn and where they're coming from as well as often understanding that while you've been at work or you've been out you don't know what kind of day they've been having as well even if they're just at your house So you have to come to it with a lot of compassion and an interest in figuring out how they work so you can both work together as well as possible. 
And I think that training your dog just does, it does amazing, like it does wonders for your relationship with them because you're putting so much time into them and investing into your relationship. As we were talking earlier, the people you meet, the fact that, you know, rather than going to work and going home and almost getting trapped into this, like just being on your own all the time, you go out and you meet these people and it's such a welcoming community that you try new things. So I remember in high school, I used to hate sports class I dreaded it all week I was not very athletic at all um I was very uncomfortable doing sports if other people were watching um it was something that I was very aware of but doing stuff with my dogs we're doing it together it doesn't feel like I'm out there on my own and we try I try things with them all the time I have done so many sports where I've just turned up and giving it a go at like a beginner's day or something like that and I just feel so much more confident with them next to me and I think a lot of people get that I think a lot of people are brave enough to come to a dog club where they don't know anybody else there they don't know their instructor and they're just going to give it a go and because their dog's next to them and keen to give it a go as well or just be out of the house it gives them the confidence to try it yeah I 100% agree Um, a couple of things I wanted to touch on you know, you're saying coming from a calm perspective. I find whenever there's been an issue with my dog, it's completely with me. It's not the dog. Uh, it's whatever vibe I'm giving off. I had a very reactive dog at one point and I just found whenever he was working with me, he was different. But with anybody else, he would do what he was meant to be doing or what I wanted him to do. It was a lot. It was a big learning curve for me as to what I was putting out for him to work with. So I do appreciate that. And, you know, working with your dogs, for example, I just do dog sledding. That relationship has completely changed in watching how they move and how they react and then what I need to do to help them. And, you know, that's been life-changing for me. I have some quick questions, although there are a few, (laughs) if that's okay. Um, what is your biggest highlight from dog sports? Wow, what a what a question. My biggest highlight. Do you know what, actually? My biggest highlight would be when I very, very first started dog sports, I was so fresh. It would have been 2017. I just completed my first year of sledding with my dog Merlin and we'd been in the novice class and we were not, um, like we both loved it so much and we gave it a really good go, but he is a... Um, 17 kilo border collie and I was also very young and neither of us were very fit and we managed to come away at the end of the year with the WA or WASA's uh, Rookie of the Year award which is an award given out to a team that have just done their first season and have come out and given it their best and it doesn't really matter whether they were the fastest or whether they're you know, training was the most amazing. It was just someone that's given it a really, really good go and has shown a lot of the values the sport likes to encourage, which is, you know, uh, working with your dog and being positive, like we talked about earlier, um, all those kind of values. And we managed to win that. And I just remember it feeling so amazing that other people had seen the bond that I have with my dog and other people had thought that was something worth noting. Because to me, that was, you know, that was enough that we just had a really, really good time together and I was going to do the sport for many years regardless. But the fact that other people saw that and recognised it was really amazing. 
Yes. And I don't think I was there for your first year. I was probably off in an injury, (laughs) but you know, I've seen that in you and, you know, we trust you to run our dog um, because we know that, that you will do the right thing by him or them. And I was more worried that that race, that he would hurt you, (laughs) he would pull you over. But, you know, I, I had complete trust in you as a person and, you know, your knowledge of dogs to, for you to run him in his first ever canny cross event. So thank you. We, we appreciate that. What have you learned about yourself from being involved in dog sports? That's a really, really good one. Uh, so I, one of the biggest things would be how much I love sport now. So like I said, yeah, in high school, I hated it. Wasn't into any of it at all, that the running, the throwing, lifting, none of it. And through doing stuff with my dogs, I've now discovered a side of sport that I didn't even realize I would enjoy. So I now run without my dogs not as good but I do go I go out jogging and I do a very little bit of mountain biking and things like that and I would just never have invested time in that before I thought I didn't like it and that was that and now I just find myself loving being active because the more I've done it the more I've realized you know it doesn't matter whether you're good or not or it doesn't matter whether you've got a specific goal in mind or you've got most comfortable headphones or shoes or whatever to wear if you're just out there and you just want to do it that's absolutely fine and so yeah that would definitely be one of the biggest things also you mentioned earlier about um me presenting it again when I was younger I hated public speaking it made me I was so nervous to do it it used to be my worst nightmare and I can talk about dogs for hours um I just I think most people like when you get into something that you're passionate about you absolutely can talk about it but learning what I've learned from my dogs and from a couple of the training courses I've done I have learned so much and I've just become so much more confident in talking publicly because I know when I was in that position what I wanted to hear and what I was interested in. And now I have the knowledge or some of the knowledge to to give that back out. And yeah, so definitely the public speaking and the sport has, I was a different person before I did what I do now with my dogs and I love who I am now. Yeah, public speaking, it's a big one. And I've watched you give presentations at beginner days and just, you know, you've come so far and I, I, feel, I feel privileged to have seen that. And... I absolutely hear you when you say that you feel like the sport has changed you as a person. I feel that way as well. I feel I have grown in confidence to do things that I've never done before. Definitely putting myself out there to try new things. And so for me, I would say that it has been absolutely life changing. My next question is, what have you learned about your dogs from being involved in dog sports? Oh, another good one. These are so good. I'm getting so into it. Um, what have I learned about my dogs? I Well, everything really. Doing different sports with your dogs brings out so, so much of them and so much more of their personality. And there's so many different sports that focus on different things. So dog sledding is obviously a very, very active sport, but it's very much team based at the same time. We run the courses together. Whereas a sport like I also do a little bit of tracking, tracking is very independent. So the dog is finding a person and 
you are supporting them most of the way, but they're doing the job independently. And trying different sports like that has really shown me different sides of my dogs, you know, uh, out of my two who prefers more independent work and who prefers more working side by side type thing. And I've learned so much. So when you train in any sport, you have to try different methods. There's there's a million different methods and a million different ways to teach something and different ways do not work for different dogs. So whether that's they're, they're just not understanding it or the motivation's not high enough or they find something far more rewarding, like they find the environment far more rewarding than they find you know, the treat you've got in your hand, it pushes you to be a better trainer. And even if you only want to be a better trainer for your dog, you have to you have to try different things and sometimes that means you have to reach out to people and say hey you I noticed you've got a dog that's kind of similar to mine or I saw you training a bit differently can you explain you know why you did that or what was your reasoning because I think it might work for my dog so then you're also you know you're reaching out to people and you're making connections and you've just you've got to if you want to do stuff with your dogs you have to think outside the box sometimes and you have to try new things but that's that's the best part about it sometimes I I like that and it is about asking and sharing information I think that's so important we don't have to do things by ourselves we don't have to be stuck when our dogs aren't doing what we want them to do there's so many people you can ask advice from and I think we need to know that we can ask advice sometimes I felt early in my earlier days in dog sledding that people were so far advanced and you know they wouldn't share but of course they everyone loves to share about dogs or what we do is there something you would love to do but you have not yet in terms of dog sports oh that's a very good one yes absolutely there's so many things I want to do that I haven't done yet there's a lot in terms of uh, achievements that we would always you know we want to strive for and things that would be cool with some of the sports that I compete in with my dogs you can get titles on your dog so once your dog gets uh you know x amount of passes or clears or a certain score uh if they do that a number of times you can put letters after their name which is cool you know it's like a an accomplishment for dogs but they have no idea it's that you know it's just for me really I've always found myself very intrigued in titling my dogs because I like seeing what we've done together in you know however many different sports but most of the things I look forward to are experiences so being involved in the uh, dryland sledding community there are a few snow races in Australia that I would love to race at one day or I'd love to just go there and try it with my dogs running on snow would be completely different to running on the um, you know the dirt that we run on now and I would definitely love to do that. But even a little bit more locally, I have just started very recently. I just went to our first herding lesson uh, because I have border collies and I've spent years doing dryland sledding and sports designed for other breeds, which they still excel at and they still really enjoy. But I thought I'd try something more uh, instinctually suited to them. And so that's been, I know absolutely nothing so far. I'm one lesson in, but that's been a fun journey so far. And I look forward to continuing that. Yeah, there's so many sports. I don't think I even know half of them. And you're doing so many. So I'll just follow you and see what might be suitable for my dogs. We've tried lure coursing with um, our English pointer and 
that was interesting to say the least. He had a good he had a good time. He lived his best day, I think, running away from me. What do you find most frustrating about dog ownership? This is a good one. These are all so good. What I find frustrating about dog ownership as a whole sometimes, I find there is an awful lot of misinformation out there, which is just from different takes on dog training over you know hundreds of years i find it difficult sometimes to deal with the old wives tales that pop up and finding out because i do teach a couple of local classes when students come to the class and they're doing something i would you know sort of highly not recommend but they say they've done it with you know previous dogs and all that kind of stuff so it's definitely um the misinformation that's out there and because dog training in itself isn't a regulated industry anybody can call themselves a dog trainer which is problematic because it makes it very very difficult for your everyday person with a dog to find out who's going to be the best to get information from or to get help from in their situation because unless you know what you're looking for you don't know how to look for the right training courses or qualifications or whatever you want but hopefully with new courses coming out so what I'm studying at the moment the cert four in animal behavior and training that's the first so I'm in I think I'm in the first segment to do it in Australia but that's the first course of its kind in Australia and hopefully as it becomes a lot more popular and a lot more people do it there will be people will start to be able to look for that in their dog trainers and then they'll have some kind of confidence in what they're looking at and what kind of help they're going to be able to receive. I follow so many dog trainers because I'm curious. I studied dog training some years ago and I'm just curious as to the different methods that people use. But also, you know, there is a lot of misinformation that they talk about as well. So, yeah, I appreciate that comment. Something I'm interested in for my own personal growth, and I'm asking this of other people I have come onto the podcast, is... How do you spend your mornings? Because I'm looking to better my morning routine. So I'm curious to know what other people do. What do you do to start your day? Another good question. I would definitely not say I am the person to come to for good morning routine advice. I'm working on my own myself at the moment. In winter, when our sledding season is up and running, that is where I would say I'm at peak morning performance. Um, I typically get up on some days quite early because I start work about like about seven-ish. So my morning starts pretty early. But I have to get up very early and then I will take the dogs for a run and then come home while they're cooling down. I'll have some breakfast and then pretty much out the door to work. But one of my New Year's resolutions for 2023 is to spend more time relaxing and have a bit more, almost just time to take a break and have a breath in the morning. What I'm currently doing is I set my alarm and I give myself an allotted amount of time in bed that's just meant to be slowly waking up, you know, having a chat to my partner, experiencing the day a little bit before I go headfirst into it. I am really enjoying the like the two alarm system I'm doing. So I have, you know, like a general wake up alarm and then I've actually got to get out of bed alarm. I would love to, I know you walk your dogs in the morning, most morning. I'd love to do that. I'm very jealous. Uh, I sometimes play a little bit of a game with my dogs. You know, we do, uh, I do a lot of treat scattering. So I'll scatter some 
treats or their food on the ground so then they get to have a little sniff hunt for it which uses up some of their some of their energy and gets their brain working a little bit so that when I leave for work they've already done something with their day I'm also trying to eat breakfast more because I'm notorious for like leaving the house and not eating for breakfast which I think it makes such a difference in your day if you can start and eat something nice and fresh early in the morning but I'm absolutely open to any advice you have because I need it (laughs) Yeah, I just find it interesting because, you know, I now live 45 minutes away from work and so I have been getting up uh, just after four o'clock in the morning to walk the dog and they get their exercise before I go to work. Um, My next thing is to try and walk the dogs and then go to the gym. I don't know how I'll go because I'll probably need a nap by nine (laughs) o'clock. So we'll see. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Last question, I guess, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners that we've not covered today? You mean I get to talk about dogs more? (laughs) So if anyone was going to take anything away from this podcast, I would love them to know how many dog sports there are out there. So, you know, there's, you know, millions. I haven't even done most of them. There's so many out there, but there's, you know, at least I'd say 10 to 12 available in WA they are suited to wherever you're at. Anybody can get started in any of the dog sports. You can find a local club that does it or you can find somebody that is doing online courses or online training. They're not very hard to get into and they're not usually very expensive. But doing something with your dog is just so amazing for your your own mental health and physical health and it's so good for them as well. And there's so many that are suited to such a wide variety there's many that are incredibly low impact so you can do them with young puppies or older dogs and it's just about doing something with them or there's you know sledding like we do or law coursing that are very high impact and you'd want to do with you know relatively young fit dogs but if you're thinking about getting into anything or you just think you know you'd like to do something with your dog after work on a night of the week or on the weekend have a google or look on facebook and see if you can find a club near you because it is so so worth getting into there's so many things that i would like to do and now you know i don't have my huskies of old i've got a english pointer and a racing line siberian husky and they are very high energy dogs you know i'm i'm open to suggestions but I do like that, you know, you've mentioned there are so many and they are open to beginners. You know, that lure coursing event we went to recently, never done it before, had no idea what to expect and, you know, probably entertained the audience maybe is an interesting word when the dog, you know, ran off and had time of his life in the field. But now how can people find out you have mentioned about dog sports is it just a google or a facebook search yeah so definitely that's where i started out i remember i remember in my very early days googling dog sports in wa and it came that's where i found sledding from that exact google i remember it very well yes absolutely so jump on uh, jump on the internet jump on facebook sometimes at your local local fair days or something like that in your area there's usually a dog club around there's a lot of us easiest way I would say is to jump onto Facebook or Google and just search you can either search dog sports in your area or you can have a chat to your local club they'll know what's going on around you or have a look online at some of the dog sports available and then see if there's that specific one available in WA I mean there's heaps there's 
you know, we do have law coursing, like you've said, there's uh, tracking and trick training and scent work, which is amazing. Scent work is very, very popular at the moment in WA and any dog of any age with any prior training can do that sport. And don't be scared to try things as well. Like if you have a dog and you've never really seen them do much sniffing, just try it, go to a few lessons, see what it's like, especially anything using the nose, dogs take to very naturally. So most dogs are likely to find enjoyment in things like that. And all the links that you've mentioned today, we will put on the show notes. So if you are in Western Australia, you can find out more information or if you're listening from afar, you have a starting point for your own search for similar activities wherever you might be in the world. Thank you so much, Jamelia, for joining me today on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to share your story and what you do with your dogs. I've learned so much and get inspired to get out there as well and try some of these things that you've mentioned. Thank you very, very much for having me on. I've had an awesome time talking to you. I am also feeling very inspired at the moment. I can't wait to see what you possibly get up to in the future. And to the listeners out there, thank you so much for joining us today as we talked about dog sports. Hopefully you're inspired to check out some of the things in your local area and really work on those relationships with your dogs so that both of you can live happier days.